Hello and welcome to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha and Susie. We are here to infect you with truth and we hope it spreads like a virus. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You scared me. <laughs> so welcome and yes, that is the name of our podcast and um, I love it. Yeah, I was thinking about it on the way here and I'm like, it's one of those terms that I think the me, the me, the corporate media put out there. So we're we're doing a little like fl- flip, you know, flip a you know what, and put it right back in their face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are the super spreaders of real. So, you want super spreader? We'll give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're a little feisty this yeah. morning, as you can tell. Yeah. So bu- buckle up. It's gonna be a a long show. No, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe a two-parter. Maybe. So today we wanted to talk about Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had on Dr. Robert Malone on December 30th, 2021, and Dr. Malone is the invent- one of the inventors of the mRNA, and um, <laughs> so he was recently canceled in this beautiful Twitter world, beautiful social media world, like, that's why I find it fascinating that the inventor and behind-the-scenes guy has been canceled. Like, he has no voice in the conversation anymore. So Susie and I both wanted to um, cover all the information that was given in this podcast it's a three-hour podcast, so we're trying to hit the bullet points that um, Dr. Malone spoke about, things that we found fascinating, things that you can look up and research yourself um, if you want, or you could just listen to us. But we always say, don't take our word for it. You have to research yourself. So, yeah, you want to jump right in? Yeah, I mean, if you have time, it is worth three hours because he you know, is as high as high up and as close as you can get to this actual issue. Um, so I would encourage you to listen to it. And I mean, the beauty of it is you can plus pr- play and pause. And I mean, I didn't listen to it straight through, but I did listen to it in one day. So but if you are the type of person that wants a Cliff Notes version, then this is where this is where we can help you. So <laughs> Susie has made, I wish you could see it, beautiful notes on the three-hour podcast. So we will try to talk fast. And yeah. um, like the whole point is for you to research. So, I mean, maybe we would just won't like dive too much in. But, I mean, very interesting. So, yeah. So like Trisha said, he, Dr. Malone is, um, he invented the mRNA tax vaccine technology. And he has worked with Dr. Fauci. For years, he's worked with people at the NIH and the CDC, and he's received billions of dollars in grants for his medical research, specifically for the mRNA technology that he was researching over the years. Um, and so in case you're, like, not aware of the actual term for some reason, it is that's what's in the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. So he has a background in vaccines and immunology. He's not some random country doctor that, like, <laughs> just thought, you know, he'd bring this up. I mean, he is the the, per, the person that you would want to go for go to if you had questions about it. So it's just blowing everyone's minds in our space that he's banned 
because he is the professional and he's being banned by people who aren't. Like it's just it's it blows my mind. But that's where we're at. So, but he's now on Getter. <laughs> Getter, you guys switch to Getter. I get. I'm not on Twitter, or how, how a lot of people like to call it, Twatter. Yeah, Twatter. <laughs> but if you are and you're looking for a non, a space where you um, aren't going to be censored or can read and think for yourself, then that's kind of now the the parallel society version, which is a whole other episode for our podcast. Yeah, and Getter is spelled G E T T R. Just yeah. just wanted to put that no out e there, in there since you brought it up and then you can find it easily. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you kind of touched on Dr. Malone's background and he goes into like a 20 minute mm-hmm. speech on all of his credentials mm-hmm. and what he's done in his life. Like it could have been more than 20 minutes. So yeah. that was a super <laughs> fast one <laughs> to get through. So that was good. Um, yeah. And the next point that we found fascinating was that there is hard evidence that the U.S. government withheld the use of early treatments involving the use of HCQ, ivermectin, which resulted in the deaths of 500,000 plus U.S. citizens. I just wanted to stop there because me and my whole family, the five of us, uh, we got COVID last December 2020. And I mean, I got it really bad. So I just wanted to stop real fast and talk about HCQ. Um, so I was sick for three weeks. I mean, really bad. Um, but I'm more scared of hospitals. So I did not go to the hospital because I knew like I, I would die there. So just to be honest, that's I'm not joking. And so um, after three weeks, finally, <laughs> a friend came to me with his HCQ because he had COVID before I did and had HCQ and gave me his prescription. And after one pill, Susie, 180. It's mind-blowing. And this is where I get so livid that why did they keep this medicine from us? Why? Sorry, like I said, I am super feisty today because of other topics Mm -hmm. that are going on in my life. Um, and drama at schools and, uh, anyways, reel me back in Susie, because yeah. I'm going down a different path right yeah, now, I mean, but I'm just really frustrated that the number of people who died is being used to scare people mm-hmm. into continuing to be fearful mm-hmm. when there is a medicine that has been out for like 60 years. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me this medicine that's prescribed around the world, cannot be used. Yeah, because it's cheap. Yeah. It doesn't make any money for big pharma. And if you get better immediately, there's no fear. Mm -hmm. There's no more control. So we, you and I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) the medicine, but I just wanted to put that out there for anyone listening. Like, why? Why is this medicine being withheld from us? Yeah. So that's a really good question to research. I mean, why? Well, and here's the the next part is that they did allow it in the hospitals. So that right there, it's like, so it does work. It either works or it doesn't work, people. So for you to say it, you're only allowing it in the hospitals, I mean, D- Dr. Mullen explains that that's too late. Like you have, it's early treatment. That's the key. Is okay, you have to take this. 
I took it three weeks in. So I feel like maybe because I'm young, but I, I, I want to put out there that I have autoimmune disease. And I don't know if that's why COVID hit me so hard where mm, I felt like maybe. death mm-hmm. for three weeks. I don't know. I don't know why I was affected more than Mark and the boys. I have three boys for anyone that doesn't know. Six, well, at the time, 16, 14, I can't remember my kids' ages. And eight, I don't know. We'll just throw that out there. Barely any symptoms. You know, they felt a little bad for like maybe two days. Mm -hmm. But anyways, one pill. So maybe because I'm younger and maybe they put HCQ in the patients where it was already too late or they had severe, um, what is that called? Like overweight, diabetes, like they have. Comorbidities. There you go. Thank you. Um that maybe that's why HCQ was too late. But I mean, for someone that's, mm-hmm. I had just turned 40. So I mean, it's not like I was in my 20s. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. And it helped me after one pill. That's crazy. So <clears throat> I just, I, I needed to throw that out there. Yeah. So HCQ. And we know yeah. how to get HCQ. Yeah. Yeah. So we both have we'll, it. yeah, we, <laughs> we have stockpiles, but we can, we can. And I've also. actually given it to be, I, I haven't even used it myself. Because I'm using, um, I feel like we're going into tangents here, but you know, <laughs> just, we're just, you're, you're, you're just being led by the yeah. Holy Spirit now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, we, I, I have a, I'm using just like a prophylaxis with over the counter vitamins and supplements, um, a Dr. Zelenko recommends. So I've, I've, ha- but I've given it to three, three different people so far, my, my stash. And guess what? They're still alive. And they were hardly sick. And that's the point, right? They well, didn't no, get severely. I, I, well, I gave it. Severely? I gave it to older people in the older population oh. that were feeling symptoms already. But I gave. I mean, right away, people knew to call call me, and I'm like, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> Are we pharmacists? Know, Are right? we drug dealers? That's where, that's where, that's where it's at now, guys. <laughs> what it's come to because our our medical community has, you know, is just yeah. lock in the lockstep. Yeah, with one agenda. So not all of them, obviously, but thank goodness for the frontline doctors. People yeah. who are asking the right questions and America seeing, reading between the lines. America's frontline doctors. Dot org. Yeah. Okay, so that's how you can get HCQ ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And um, we are going to go back now yeah, <laughs> to back Joe Rogan. Our, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Dr. Malone. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just being, like I said in the beginning, yeah. like we want people to feel like they're eavesdropping on yeah. our conversation. And what that's, happens? That's how our conversations go. Like, yeah. that's real. Yeah. So. We can talk for 30 minutes about this one <laughs> bullet point. <laughs> this may be a three-parter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I felt that it was super important to kind of let people know I took HCQ and was 180. Like, mm-hmm. so much better after one pill. I mean, I continued with the prescription, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Sorry. Um, so to continue with the whole HCQ, like why the U.S. withheld this treatment to the, from the American people is mind-blowing. And so um, let me see. So he also mentions Janet Woodcock. Mm-hmm. She is FDA and head of Operation Warp Speed and gets credit – <laughs> for her role in the opioid crisis. Yes. That is not an award I would want. 
and Rick Bright. And he is from the BARDA. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it stands. Yeah, it is, stands for something. I yeah. he, he says what it does, what it is in the podcast. But. Company was major funder of OWS and J&J Vax. <clears throat> they were behind the agenda and Rick Bright is on record admitting to conspirers, conspiring to cook a strategy using EUA. Emergency use, use authorization. Thank you. And then In, interesting, the most interesting fact to me, Rick Bright now works for Rockefeller. Now we haven't gone down that rabbit yeah. hole. You hear Rockefeller is a thousand red flags, mm -hmm. like evil. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we'll save, we'll go down that rabbit hole another day. But Rockefeller equals bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, wow, he now works for Rockefeller. Yeah, that that tells you right there, <laughs> a yeah. thousand things that. Yeah. So they're all related. Mm -hmm. I mean, they all work. They go from one bad company to another company. I mean, it's just that mm -hmm. whole family tree. They're all they call in bed it. together. They're yes. all in bed together. There you go. That yeah. was a good one. Okay. Yeah. I think you should talk about the United States of America resident, mm -hmm. Biden. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He, resident, so not he, president. Yeah. So the, <laughs> next, the next major point that I took from this was he... Uh, Malone talks about this secret meeting that um, Biden held with the president of India, and it's regarding this province called Uttar Pradesh. And basically this meeting, uh, at the end of it, resulted in India's decision not to disclose what was in their contents that, they, that were being deployed to treat COVID. Because if you um, look at Uttar Pradesh now, they have basically flatlined their COVID deaths. It doesn't really exist there anymore. And the interesting thing is that Uttar Pradesh is approximately the same population size as the U.S., except they are, they're, they are um, not, you know, they don't have our infrastructure. They don't have the same access to our, you know, medicine and doctors and, you know, just the, there, there's a lot of farmers. It's, you know, a different landscape of people, um, yet they have somehow eradicated COVID. And so you would think that... Our president, resident, resident, yeah, would go over there and the and get the information and be like, oh my gosh, I have a solution, and bring it back. And yet, the meeting ends with their decision not to disclose. I mean that <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say because each um, <laughs> citizen, right, citizen in uh, that province, uh, what is it called, Uttar Pradesh, they received basically like a box, right, like. Of medicine. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. So it sucks because I feel like Modi is the name of the president over there in India. Um, cares for his citizens so much. Like he's protecting his citizens, but at the same time having to deal with this evilness, Biden, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and had to keep quiet whether he received hush money, like, it's just this, like, mm -hmm. he's protecting his citizens, but at the same time, possibly getting this payout. I, I'm, this is all speculation. Mm -hmm. Because why would you keep, or would you just not even receive money, keep quiet so that your citizens could live? Mm -hmm. So much Modi, like, loves his citizens. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then, and then, 
Biden, it's, it's not a secret that Biden went over there and had a meeting with him mm-hmm. and that India has now flatlined with their COVID. Like you said, it doesn't exist anymore. And I want to bang my head <laughs> against the wall. I'm so mad about it. Yeah. So many people Incredible. have died in the U.S. Yeah. When they could have got cheap and effective medicine. Yeah. That's the, that's the key is it, it's cheap and effective and it doesn't make any money. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do we want to follow the money? Yeah. So the next um, couple points that I had um, taken from this was he mentioned, Dr. Malone mentions that there are no peer reviewed studies and peer reviewed is their gold standard for uh, in the medical community. When they cite studies, you know, peer reviewed are the ones that are the most like well received or well um, regarded or whatever. Um, so he said, there's no peer review studies known to prove that the vaccines are effective against COVID. Yet it is known that for anyone with natural immunity that gets the vaccine, they have a higher risk for adverse effects. So there are peer reviewed studies that do talk about that. And then like he goes into the next point. Um, there's over 140 that show natural natural immunity is superior to vaccine-induced immunity. Those are the, like, please go listen, you know, these are just bullet points that I took from what he said. Um, and then he goes into this next segment that we'll get into where he basically says, you know, this whole coordinated media warfare of propaganda is at an effort, this propaganda effort is at a level like we've never seen before. And that's where he goes into the Trusted News Initiative, and I've heard of that uh, before, but I never really, like, research into exactly what it is and he describes it and it was basically created by the BBC which is like the British CNN um, and it, it's an organization that ties together big tech and big media in service of the government and was built expressly for protecting the democracy from undue influence or hostile players like these are in their quotation you know <laughs> what they you know what do they re, what do they consider hostile players, you know, it's like, it was initially, you know, to survey all information about elections and protect from outside influences like Russia, oh, Russia collusion, where have we heard that before, you know, and then it has become, now it's like, they're focusing their attention on anti-vaxxers, which is a term used by the media to censor anyone who is questioning via misinformation or disinformation to create vaccine hesitancy. So basically, he like he goes into that, you know, it's really interesting. And then at the end, he's like, so basically, you know, if the CDC says the world is flat, there is no discussion. Because whatever they say is truth. And any conversation that uh, questions it will be squashed. And we're just seeing it in the front of our face. Like, it's just it's just how it is now. And it's out of control. Is I'm going to interrupt real fast. Is the CDC the ones that infiltrated, um, like... Sesame Street. Who went on? Like, well, I'm telling it, you, so it's CNN had their their medical their corporate doctor, um, Sanjay Gupta. He went on there. Oh, wasn't he on Rogan? <laughs> he also? was on Rogan right before that, and, and he couldn't he couldn't answer any of the questions. He he you know? would not. He wouldn't lie to Joe Rogan, yeah. so he basically admitted that they're all BS. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on Sesame Street. And spills the lies. Yeah, makes children feel like they have to save their grandparents. Horrible. We're gonna. We're great. Yeah, we're, 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 we're taking another on ramp yeah. right now. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, yeah. I I took us there. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> no, I mean it's right, but it just makes me mad. Yeah, that they. I 
Yeah. I'm so sorry because I thought it was it's the CDC, court- but it was CNN. But I mean, right. it's, you know, they're all in bed together, like I said. Yeah. So <laughs> it's that coordinated media warfare he talks about in this in this podcast. Exactly. Um, so, okay. Yeah. And then you want me to keep going or you want to? Yeah. Do you, yeah. We're at 20 minutes. Okay. So do you want to just finish on this? Let's do this point? first page. Yeah. Okay. We'll, yeah. Sorry. So then <laughs> I think, you know, this term that I've heard before also that he, that he brings up and um, is the risk benefit ratio. Like how many people are actually, that's like where I get really frustrated is it's like, no one is asking themselves like, you know, if you take a, an experimental gene therapy because you think you're going to save, you, you think you're not going to die or your symptoms are going to be less, yet you, you've never, you don't know what's in it and you don't, there's no long-term studies. There's, um, there's no peer-reviewed studies. I mean, I, I have like, I'm on brain over, like my on mind overload. I know there's a lot more points that I would l- like to bring up about it, but it's just basically like no one's asking. I mean, how many people are, are not asking that question? Like, is this worth the risk? They're, and I understand that a lot of people were put in a precarious position, like their jobs are on the line or whatever, like, you know, so I'm not, I don't want to judge. But I mean, you know, for me, I have the luxury of like not being in that position and I can, you know, um, but like I'm trying to fight for everybody those in that position and those aren't, but it's like no one's really has an informed consent to get this. Well, <sighs> I'm so sorry. I'm getting really frustrated no, I mean, as you just... talk right now. Like I'm getting so mad because sorry. Oh my gosh. We need like tequila at nine in the morning yeah. <laughs> to get the, this to be drinking podcast. an Irish coffee, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so frustrated and it's funny cause you'll see frustration and then we end up laughing because that's key. That's going down a whole other rabbit hole, but we laugh at random pl- times because that's what's keeping us sane. Yeah. Just to be honest, but to go into that whole thing about, there's no liability. Yes. Thank you. I forgot that part. There's no liability. So I had COVID really bad. I have an autoimmune disease and you're strong arming me. Is that the right term? Yeah. Um, to get this shot that is still in the study stage. Mm-hmm. Phase three. Phase three study stage. And I get a bad reaction which leaves me either months sick, whatever symptoms that could come to that, or like paralyzed. Or I'm just like, because we know, we know how many adverse reactions there were. Or my husband, who they were floating around the idea of that this vax mandate at his big company, I don't want to say the name, huge company, um, and he had to come to the conclusion that he was willing to lose his job. That was a tough one. We had to sit our kids down. We had to tell them, look at this life of luxury that you are living. This may all go away. <laughs> yeah. We may have to live in our camper. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> Because I have to. Yeah, it's like either to. laughter or crying. Yeah. So I choose to laugh mostly. So that, the risk-benefit ratio, willing to lose 
your huge job that you support everything that we own because you don't want to take a shot. That one, Pfizer is asking for 76 years of secrecy. Yeah. Uh, They have no liability. We can't sue them. We can't sue the doctor. We can't sue the person that gave us the shot. Um, Those two things alone. Oh, if you ask a pharmacist to open the insert of the the vials of vaccines, it's blank. Mm -hmm. I mean, those three little bullet points right there should be red flags. For way more people than I'm realizing. (laughs) (laughs) So that does not make sense to me at all. And then we're at the 25 minute mark. Yeah. So let's just end this part one (laughs) with um, how let's, let's dive into this last bullet point of how we are worth more money dead than alive in America. Mm -hmm. So this is the financial incentive to report a COVID death at hospitals. There is a 3,000 death benefit and to call in a a COVID positive test to someone on a ventilator, the hospital gets $30,000 per person. And these are the, just so interject real fast. Yeah. I mean, he mentioned these numbers and he doesn't say these are like, exactly what they are he's giving like uh, approximations so that's when we give these you know Mm -hmm. don't take it for exact it's just we're just re re um iterating reiterating what yeah Yeah. what he's saying discussing yeah so um where was i at they um they have incentives on both ends and to treat covid patients the hospital admin physicians are attacking outside physicians who are offering early treatments to keep people out of hospitals. Yeah. How sad is that? Yeah. Uh, Because it messes with their financial prosperity. Sorry. (laughs) They are trying to get doctors like Dr. Malone's medical license taken away. And then we can just piggyback on the American frontline doctors. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They've had FBI raid their houses. They've had... Um, death threats, um, Dr. Stella, and I can't remember her last name at this second. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe she was the doctor from Jamaica that in the very beginning of COVID, she was like Munson, that she was like treating all her patients with HCQ mm-hmm. and they were, none of them got severe, severely ill. Mm-hmm. Um, taking away license. Why? I believe she comes from Africa, like one oh. of the... And, oh. But she's actually based in Houston, so she's a doctor that's practicing in our oh, country, but yet comes from nations that are like Uttar Pradesh, where there's a poor population, and they live off of, like, HCQ. It's like a preventative drug for them. They don't have fancy hospitals and doctors And HCQ turn. is also for malaria in Africa. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they, so they're used to, used to it. What's so funny is my husband and I, we went to Africa— in 2011, we got a prescription <laughs> of HCQ. I wish it was so easy now. I know, right? Like, did I hang on to it? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I would still take that pill. Yeah. But um, super frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you want to talk anything about how we're worth more? Yeah, just, dead? I mean, it, it's, I think you touched on on everything that, you know, he, he goes into it a little more, obviously, on the podcast, but. 
um, yeah, that's the just of it is like there's just there's way too much financial incentive for these hospitals. So he's basically saying, you know, the the hospital physicians and the admin in the hospitals are the ones that are attacking doctors like him and uh, Peter McCullough that are uh, private physicians that are outside of hospitals. That's like what he, you know, how he describes it. So, and it makes sense because that's, you know, th- these doctors are treating patients um, and keeping them out of the hospital, then that ho- money the hospital doesn't get. So that's a that's lot of con- money per person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But would you trust a doctor trying to give you medicine that's been around for 60 years around the world trying to keep you out of the hospital or the doctors that are like, let me put you on a ventilator. Yeah. That's really sad. And they're trying to take their license. Like my brain is going to explode. Yeah. Science, right now. <laughs> science and medicine is not being practiced right now. It's bottom lines and financial. Like, do people invest- just not think about these questions? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. Who has, cause they know you don't, people are trying to live their life. They're trying to just survive and they don't have time. So that's why we're hoping for you to like alert you guys to start asking these questions and think a little deeper because it's happening. This is happening and it's going to keep going this direction now that they know they can get away with it unless we push back. Yeah. So I, I, I just to end it, it's yeah. 30 minutes and I've put myself out there for a few people that put on their story like, oh, pray for my cousin they have COVID, they're battling COVID. So I'll put myself out there and I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> don't let them go to the hospital. There's, this is the website, America's frontlinedoctors.org. You get your medicine pretty fast, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then that person went in the hospital. I'm not kidding. Two people have already died. And I told them, don't let them go in the hospital because they're going to probably die. Mm-hmm. And not to be mean, but they showed the picture of their cousin or whatever, oh. and they're, like, overweight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's studies now. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, yeah. facts that if you're overweight and you have all these issues, COVID is going to take you out faster. And if you go in the hospitals, you're worth more money mm-hmm. dead than you are alive. Mm-hmm. And that's Definitely. just facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we're going to end part yeah. one on that high note. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back for more. Come, come back and um, hear the what, doom and gloom girls. That's what our <laughs> podcast name should have been. <laughs> doom and gloom. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thanks for joining us on part one of the... Joe Rogan Experience Bullet Point Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we hope to see you uh, on part, or see you <laughs> on part two. So uh, for today, you've been listening to the Super Spreader Show with Trisha and Susie. And we like the boom. Do you we remember like- that song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we like the, the cars. cars. The, the cars, cars that go, go boom with Trisha and Susie. Susie. And we like <laughs> the boom. <laughs> we like the cars. The cars that go boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom with the doom and gloom. Boom with the doom and gloom. Stop. Oh, wow. 
welcome to my ADD and I can't keep focus. But hope you enjoyed that uh, that beautiful musical ending number from us. <laughs> but seriously, okay, we'll see you in part okay. two. Bye. Bye.